You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, everyone? Welcome in to The Benchcast. I'm your host, Coach Ben, and we are going to be talking some bench press today. I got a great episode for y'all i am talking about the thompson fat pad and why i'm not a fan of that pad i know that pad has really been reveled to be one of the better pads out there for powerlifting. um the wider pad thompson fat pad it's sold on rogue rogue picked it up and not only made the thompson fat pad the original, but also went and brought about a competition fit Thompson Fat Pad. Now, nothing against Donnie Thompson. It's a fantastic, innovative product um, that there was a need for with certain populace. Okay, it's a fantastic product, and it's definitely, in my opinion, uh, somewhat of a step up from many of those utility benches out there on the market although be it a lot of them have developed into a a better pad with more traction more cushion but i'll tell you my main gripe here with the thompson fat pad now this is typically a common issue especially for female athletes just because they're not going to have as broad a structure typically as male counterparts um those who are really going to be conditioned to using the fat pad are just really big dudes with huge shoulder widths okay because they're going to need that extra surface area to actually get their bodies on but for the majority of people and you know nine times out of ten for female competitors with a thompson fat pad it's just it's too much width to the point to where it's going to really cause a lot of issues traveling down with the bar in terms of trying to touch the weight. You're going to end up dump touching the bar a bit uh, because you're going to have no other way to really get down full range. It's going to cause a lot of shoulder issues because you're essentially slamming your humerus against a pad when you're traveling down with the bar. I want you to picture doing a floor press. Now, some of you may touch chest on a floor press. Some of you could do that. But for those of you who can't touch your chest on a floor press, right? think about if you had to try to touch the weight to the chest on a floor press. What is there to do? The only way is to dump your forearms forward, let that bar fall forward, and then scoop it up and throw it back. That's the only way you're going to really be able to touch chest on a floor press. This is exactly what's happening sometimes for certain populace on a Thompson fat pad. It's too much width, unless you're a big, broad dude. It's too much width to the point where more times than not, you're going to end up in that situation where it's like you're trying to touch a weight on a floor press. Okay, you're going to end up with poor bottom end positioning and you're going to end up probably causing more injury than you're preventing. I was just working with one of our athletes the other day and he does use a Thompson fat pad. I had him start benching on my pad, which is a custom pad 
from Tiny Meeker. Now this pad is in between competition fit and a regular fat pad width. So it is slimmer than a fat pad. The cushion's a bit different too. Uh, so it does take away from some of the firmness of, of what the fat pad delivers. But he was having some some shoulder, uh, I want to say it's a, a pec tendon, bicep type deal right in there um, in that insertion to the shoulder. Now, when he was working on my pad, he did not experience any of that. And this is not the first time someone has gone from the fat pad over to a different pad width and have instantly just seen changes in how they feel not feeling um, that strain that they might have been feeling before i've had other athletes who would bench on a fat pad just because rogue sells it it's a popular thing out there you know obviously you want to upgrade a utility pad but then they end up getting the fat pad and then these injuries spur up and they just have poor looking bottom end positioning in their bench press and they make that switch over. I remember telling one athlete in particular, I was like, hey, maybe try bringing in uh, the, the width of the pad. Get a different pad. Get the comp fit. Uh, he brought in a slimmer pad. And all those things cleared up. Like better bottom end positioning. Uh, he definitely did not. He, he avoided the injuries that he was he was having previously um, just because he switched the, the pad width. Now, not to say it's not a great innovation for the right population, but for the large majority, I'd say the fat pad is much overkill um, than what is needed. Even myself, uh, I'm sitting around 235, so I'm no big mass monster by any means, but I'm not a lightweight competitor either. I'm probably somewhere in the middle where you find most people and... It would be too much for me as well. I would feel all those effects. I would feel the extra uh, kind of the, the tendon flare-ups. I would feel the bottom end positioning collapsing, just not being in good positions. I would feel all that working on a fat pad. Okay, switching to a slimmer pad, all those things disappear. So that's my main gripe. It's just with the width of that pad, I find for the majority of people, it is just overkill. Okay, so I want to just get that out of the way first and foremost, but I also do have a couple other gripes with that pad as well. Now, that pad, the, the cushion that's using that pad, it's pretty firm. Now, with a good bench pad, you want to be able to dig your shoulders into the pad somewhat. With a fat pad, that's relatively hard to do. Now, it's nowhere near the level of firmness that you would experience with, per se, a commercial gym pad or a utility bench. You know, it's not that firm. There, You need some cushion. A fat pad gives you some cushion. Um, but compared to what you would typically experience at most meets, um, I'm using RPS as a as a measurement tool here. Um, that's a, a federation that's very local to, to our area. Um, the pads that you're going to experience that are really conducive to a lot of equip lifting uh, is very cushioned out pads because you want to dig into that pad good for stability. Now, with a fat pad, that cushion, like I said, it's a bit too firm for my liking. Um, I definitely think there's better options out there if you were looking for something that's going to give you a little bit more uh, a give so you can really dig your shoulders in, which is going to be very important. 
Um, the other thing with the fat pad that is going to be something that causes people a lot of trouble if you're not mindful of it is it raises the height because it's a thick pad not only is it wide it's a thick pad and for most bench units they aren't necessarily meant to uh, have a that thick of a pad on them because when you go to a meet it's a pretty standard pad okay it's going to be a certain height pretty much each time now i'll give you an example i have a texas strength systems bench press when i put a fat pad on that texas strength systems bench press it is too thick it actually creates um you know a a raised platform if you will to the point where if you get accustomed to benching off that height which makes it extremely easy to really get your feet where you want them and um it, it helps you keep the hips down to a large degree it's very easy to keep your hips down because now your knees are really settling in a lot lower than your your hip joint so even if you were directing your leg drive up trying to lift your hips you're probably not going to be able to get them off the pad so it creates this false sense of where your hips are positioned when you bench press it changes your foot positioning a bit so then you go to a meet and this would happen to me when i was using that pad and i knew instantly after this meet that i had to get rid of that pad and get a new pad in because this is what was happening i got too accustomed to that height and then i go into the meet and then the meet it felt so foreign you had to change your foot positioning i that was the first time in such a long time that i was red lighted for actually having my hips off the pad everything felt foreign it felt like i was traveling further range of motion these are the things you might encounter when you're working on a fat pad okay so to recap for you guys with the thompson fat pad again i don't want to you know i know it's kind of coming off this podcast as i'm just completely trashing this pad it's great for populations there's some of these big dudes 300 pounds plus they can really benefit highly from this pad but however for the large majority it's like when you're making a running shoe right you're not making a running shoe for the few people out there that might be like seven foot two or whatever. There's not many of them, all right? In powerlifting, there's a lot of 300 plus pound people, but 350 plus 400, I mean, you know, we're not encountering those as much. They don't need as much girth. Uh, uh, the lighter people don't need as much girth to their pad. So you have to structure like a running shoe to the majority of people, a bench pad to the majority of people all right there's not one size fits all but we have to make us one size fits all um it has to be slimmer than what the fat pad is okay so again to recap for you my main issues with a fat pad is um the firmness of the pad all right it's too firm not enough cushion or there's much better options out there to get more cushioning it is too wide obviously that's the the big one here the width of it is just a bit overkill and it also depending on what bench unit you apply it to it raises things up too much to give you a false sense of where you actually are um, you know relative to meat standards so those are the main issues I have with a fat pad that's why I'm offering you issuing you a word of caution when looking to invest in a fat pad um, to use one in your gym i do find for some of the if you got like a really cheap utility bench if you want to just get the pad itself and attach 
some legs to it. It's a great little utility bench where you could throw on a rack or something, do some dumbbell presses or whatever. Uh, I also find it's great if you want to do some exercises such as like a seal row where you could actually kind of set that pad up in a power rack, um, lay on it belly first and do some rows, which is a great, great back movement to build bench strength. Um, it's a fantastic pad for that. Um, but, you know, for what it is there's much better options i believe in my opinion get something custom made again i'm a big fan of tiny meekers custom bench pads uh, i've ordered from him before right usually recommend many do reach out to my instagram and he can make you a custom pad to whatever dimensions you'd like and uh, the foam he uses whatever he uses the cushion app pad is phenomenal one of the best benches that i've benched on so there you have it guys a little bit about bench pads in in uh, focus the thompson fat pad i would definitely watch out if you're getting the original fat pad that i believe is 14 and a half inches wide uh, definitely go with if you're going to get one get the competition fit uh, that's probably why they they might have started making those in the first place is, is probably was some issues with the with the wider pad but um, definitely be careful with it if you find that you're using a fat pad and you are getting some of those kind of pec tendon issues or shoulders starting to bother you a bit i would look into see how you feel benching off a slimmer pad if that does the trick for you if that feels better there's probably an issue with the fat pad being a bit too wide for you starting to block your arm coming down to full depth and range so definitely check that out explore your options there all right guys i appreciate everyone tuning in to the bench cast thanks for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please give it a thumbs up and share if you want more information on how to transform your bench press consider checking out the better benching academy on bigbenches.com this is the ultimate resource for building your bench head on over to bigbenches.com to see how you can get started today